What's going on, everybody? The Hockey Dudes back with another episode. Just Hayden back on today. I know I guys, I know I teased you guys a couple epis back having Tom on. Tom will be back. Him and I will be doing an episode together on Sunday to recap some of this stuff going on around the league. It's been good. We'll get, we'll get you ready for the playoffs, of course. Stanley Cup playoffs. Man, it, this is kind of a little bit of a dead time for me personally where I am at with hockey simply because the Jackets... They're out of it, right? I think there was a point this year where I thought maybe the Jackets would be in it once we got to April. Part of me in my head was like, man, this team is is on a trajectory to where they will be fighting and digging and scrapping for a playoff spot in April, and it's going to be fun. Every game is going to feel like a playoff game at that point, and whether they get in or not, that's... That's up to them. I'm just going to enjoy the ride. It's going to be fun. Now, that hasn't happened. Unfortunately, there was a point in the year. I, I think you can go back to the last kind of playoff atmosphere, really, as far as like this This has a lot on the line, was that game where we threw Corpion against the Capitals in the middle of March. And the Jackets just gave up a ton of wacky goals. And it was kind of an unfair bounce to the Jackets. And since then, they kind of haven't really recovered. They, they've won a couple games here in a row, and I'm going to talk about that. But then they went on a huge kind of four or five game spell where they weren't really able to score any goals, and it was just getting bad. We had to announce that Elvis would be playing the rest of the way. And I think we've found out who the true Elvis is in this. I think he's a an average goaltender, at least right now he's he's average. He hasn't shown us much to where I believe he can be the guy to carry a team through the playoffs. And that's another another conversation for another time because we have guys in the wings. We have Jet Greaves who are coming up. We have Daniel Tarasov. We have a couple other options that we can continue to groom and, and, and monitor and just, you know, make sure they're at a place where they'll be good enough to, to join the Jackets whenever we need to. But for now, it's Elvis. And Elvis says, like, I get it. He's shown that he can be average. He can be great. We just haven't seen that at all this year. And and maybe we'll get that. I don't know. But anyway, Jackets have something like eight games left. They've won a couple here in a row. They they beat Montreal the other night. That was fun. That was a fun game to watch. And it was especially fun because we had Kent Johnson and Nick Blockenberg out there. And I didn't see a signing Nick Blankenberg. His name's Blankenberg, but everyone's calling him Blockenberg for obvious reasons. This guy was just eating shots last night. And funny enough that we had David Savard back in, who has to be the all-time leader in CBJ block shots. There's no question that he is. I'm not even going to look it up. I'm just going to say that as a fact. And we had David Savard back at Nationwide for the first time, did a little tribute video for him, I'm sure. Did a tribute video for Josh Anderson, I'm sure, who is back. And it was just funny because Blockenberg was where... His name's actually Blockenberg. I'm going to call him Blockenberg now. It's actually Blankenberg. But anyway, he was the captain for Michigan. Dirty word, I know. But I think I was a little bit... And this is so sacrilegious of me. So sacrilegious of me as, as a Columbus native and as someone who... Yeah, someone who lives in Columbus, is an Ohio State fan... I really, really enjoy watching Michigan hockey. Like I, their appointment watching for me and I don't hate them necessarily. I hate their colors and their logo and all that stuff, but I really, really appreciate their team and appreciate 
how good they are. And I, I don't really get caught up too much in the whole Ohio State versus Michigan rivalry unless they're playing each other. Like, I don't think like, oh, I'm so happy Michigan lost. I am in hindsight. I am glad that Michigan lost in the frozen four and that that is now the fourth sport. Michigan has been to the the final four in their four major sports in 2018, each team has made an appearance in the final four. Some of them in national championship games and the basketball team, and they have zero national titles to show for it. I love that. They're the greatest college hockey team of all time, at least as far as hype in terms of draft picks and all that. I think they had like five first round draft picks on their team. Now you got Blankenberg who wasn't even drafted. We just signed him after this year. I mean, what an amazing pickup for us to get Blankenberg to have him come to Columbus and play just great defense off the hop. That was a hell of a surprise. And I'm really, really excited to see what he can continue to do. He got his first NHL point off a pass to Bemstrom and Bemstrom, of course, shot it. And Cole Sillinger, you know, he redirected it and scored. This, this might be a good thing. It might be a bad thing. I don't know what right now it's a good thing, but Cole Sillinger, we're watching the slow evolution of Cole Sillinger into Boone Jenner. I don't know if anybody else sees that, but the way that, first of all, the fact that Cole Sillinger scored on a redirected goal and then sellied that hard with the low fist pump sellie, that's exactly, that's a Boone Jenner sellie. And I don't know if also there's something about him wearing the number 34 and Boone Jenner wearing the number 38 that just like kind of tripped me out. And I was like, whoa, is Cole, is Cole Sillinger becoming Boone Jenner? Is he, is he literally becoming Boone Jenner? We have to be careful. Let's keep an eye on that situation. It's okay if he does because Boone Jenner's having a great year and has become a great year. We could have two Boone Jenners on the team. I'm not going to say we can't. We could we can most definitely use another Boone Jenner. <laughs> so that was just funny. Um, Jack Roslevic had a couple nice goals. Of course, he's has now he has now five goals in the last two games. He's definitely he's hot. He's big stick Roslevic right now. He only had 12 goals in the previous 72 games. And I, I got to commend him a little bit here. This usually would be a place where I would trash him and say, man, you know, he didn't live up to the hype. We hyped him up too much last year. I called him the most elite Jack in the NHL. So take that for what you will. Like I was really hyping him up. He died off. He died off. Uh, but, you know, I'll credit him. He's always had a good attitude about the fact that he hasn't scored a lot of points or goals. You know, he's always said, you know, he's doing a lot of other things right. And maybe this is a little bit of him kind of feeling like he was being attacked by the media when asked why he wasn't scoring a lot of goals early on in the year. He would just say, you know, I feel like I'm doing a lot of other things right. I feel like I'm playing well in the other areas of the game. And I think the goals and the points will come. I'm just trying not to worry about that right now. And now here he is. He's get, it's He's getting rewarded for it. And now he's got 17 goals in 74 games. I mean, it's not the number that I thought he would be at. But, you know, he's still a young player. He still plays for a team that's constantly trying to rebuild. It seems like, at least right now, we're rebuilding. Reloading is what it's called, but it's definitely a rebuild. We all know that. Wink, wink. Yarmo, appreciate it. Appreciate the, I guess, the confidence, I will say, Yarmo, to that one. But no, for right now, it's just trying to figure out who are your guys going into 2022 fall? And Roslevic, he's he's earned a spot. Even without this little stretch of run, even without this little stretch he's had here of scoring goals, he's earned a spot in my eyes because we need center. We're always looking for center depth. And I think based off what Brad Larson has said, 
you know, he really likes Russell. Like he really likes the way that he's playing in the areas where it doesn't necessarily mean offense, you know, and, and the Jackets definitely need help on defense. If, if that means getting back and getting into a space where you can play a little bit of defense and help some guys out, that's all good and dandy. I'm going to quickly look up what his plus minus is on the year and get back to you on that. But, you know, Jackets have some other guys, too. They have Sean Corrali, who plays really good defense. The Jackets are definitely in need of a center that can score. And I think Ken Johnson, even though he didn't have a goal, he didn't have a goal or really didn't have any assists. He had no points the other night. He also didn't get a whole lot of time. It didn't seem like he was out there that often, but the plays that he was out there on were pretty nice. I think Danforth had carried one into the zone there in the second period, and it was a loose puck, and, and Kent tried to go between the legs shot, like just a casual, like just blindside, just between the legs shot. The University of Michigan Twitter account said, enjoy the wizardry. So we'll see that from him throughout the year. We'll see him make these little like nifty plays. Hopefully, I'm not going to say he's going to be the next Trevor Zegris, but it would be nice if you got, you know, some of those kind of stellar plays out of him. And he just plays with like a lot of confidence. He just, I don't think he was too wavered by the fact that he was playing in his first NHL game. Kind of like some other guys that you've seen. I would say, even say Carson Myers, one of those guys who doesn't necessarily look nervous, but definitely does seem a little bit on edge and definitely could seem like he could use a few. And maybe that's because Carson Meyer, of course, nobody really expected him to be here, right? The fact that he is here is a success story. And I don't believe it's a PR stunt at all, by the way. I'm not, and I think the fact that I even said that it's not a PR stunt kind of made it seem like I do think it's a PR stunt. I don't think it's a PR stunt. I do think Carson Meyer deserves to be playing, and the NHL has certainly earned that spot. And I hope he stays up as long as he can because I like some of the things he can do. Jack Roslevic is a plus three, plus minus. He's, he's, he, he's that's that's solid. That's better than the the other one, two, three, four, five, six guys ahead of him that have more points than him. He has a plus three, plus minus, which is a, which is a, a big thing for me. Cole Sillinger, another center, has a minus nineteen, for example. So that's direct evidence for you right there that Roslovic is helping out in the areas that you necessarily don't have other guys helping you at, out in. So I'd like to see that continue to go well for him. Patrick Line, he's cold. He was cold, cold. I didn't even realize this. I knew he hadn't scored in a second. I didn't realize he hadn't scored in a minute. He hadn't scored in 11 games. That's crazy. But that's it's kind of, you know, the sharpshooters, the pure goal scorers, that's what they bring you. He had been tallying assists along the way, but as far as getting goals, he was just a guy that was lacking a little bit. And that's okay. He had a nice, pure, little sharp angle shot on an open net. He had his chance. So, you know, the team in general has been cold. That's been fine. So we got him scoring against. So that's good. And all is well. We got the Kings tomorrow night. That should be a fun one. A little 1030 game will be a late start. Hopefully, you know, it's Easter weekend. So and it's also birthday weekend for my family, my wife's birthday this week. So I had to spend all kinds of days with the in-laws, which is fine and fun. I love that. But they're not necessarily hockey fans. They're not going to put hockey on. Like that's not going to be their first go-to choice. They're, they're more like we're going to put on a, a boring NBA game with the, with the volume all the way down. Now I do like the NBA playoffs. I'm excited to see some of these series, specifically the Nets and Celtics series. I'll be really excited for that. And I really hope the Cavs get in and all that, whatever, but 
I, I want to watch hockey right now. Anyway, playoffs are upcoming. Should be interesting. Couple guys who won't be in the playoffs will be Carey Price, Carey Price, and the Montreal Canadiens, of course. They are garbage, right? They're like the worst team in the Eastern Conference. It's crazy because they won the Western Conference last year <laughs> with the like whole divisions thing. Like they were the Western Conference representative. And a lot of that was due to Carey Price. And Carey Price hasn't played all of this year. He's officially back tonight against the Jets. He makes a season debut. Long road for this guy who hasn't played since game five of last year's Stanley Cup final. It's just sad to see what Carey Price has had to endure with the Montreal Canadiens. It is very much a very much a Henrik Lundqvist career, right? Got to the Stanley Cup final and, and probably will never get to it again or ever get to host, get to hoist, if you will, and not host. You'd love to host the Stanley Cup, but you more importantly would love to hoist it. He'll never get a chance to hoist it. I, I, I don't think there's any question about that. I mean, maybe if Montreal is able to build something, but I think last year was their shot. They couldn't beat the Bolts, and now they have just proven that they got absolutely not much to work with. They got Cole Caulfield, who's, I guess, something, but... Other than that, yeah, not a lot going on um, up there in M-Town, if you will. But good to see a legend come back. He is one of the greatest goaltenders of all time. You can def- you definitely argue he is the greatest goaltender. I don't know. I don't know if you can argue he's the greatest goaltender of all time as far as accolades when you got Martin Brodeur and Patrick Waugh and Dominic Hasek out there. I don't know if I'd touch that argument, but maybe you could, maybe. Uh, one guy that you can argue is the GOAT is Mike Bossy. Mike Bossy and he he passed away after finding out he had lung lung cancer in December and just 4 months go by and 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 he is gone, which is sad, man, which is sad. 65 years old. Um but you just look back at his career that he had and I'm glad he's getting the spotlight today. I hate that he's getting the spotlight for this reason obviously, but he deserves the spotlight. His career deserves more of the spotlight than what it gets. Nine seasons in the NHL. All nine years he was in the NHL, he scored 50 goals. 50 goals. Nine straight seasons. Wayne Gretzky didn't even do that. Wayne Gretzky didn't have nine years where he scored 50 goals. Now, Wayne Gretzky does have nine years where he did. (laughs) Wayne Gretzky didn't have nine years straight of scoring 50 goals, but Wayne Gretzky did score 50 goals nine times. Mike Bossy, all nine years he was in the NHL, scored 50 goals. His last year in the NHL, he scored 50 goals. That's just, it's it's insane, the numbers. He he won four Stanley Cups with the same team. Just, he's, he's, he's like Wayne, he's up there with Wayne Gretzky. He's right next to him. If you can't, you can't t- tell the story of hockey without telling the story of Mike Bossy. And, I, and I'm just surprised that how little people know of his greatness or how little people talk about his greatness, but he really did put up Wayne Gretzky numbers in nine years in the same era that Wayne Gretzky played and won four Stanley Cups. It's just incredible, and it's just sad that he's gone from this earth at a young age of 65. I think we all hope to get up to the upper 70s, and you know every person's goal, I'm sure, is to get to the 80s and 90s and whatnot. Uh, sadly, some things get in the way, and he leaves the the earth a little bit early, and it's sad, sad man. But that's the news. Mike Bossy passes away. Uh, I guess some other lighter news to quickly get out here on. I just wanted to bring this up. Ryan Hartman's getting fined for giving Evander Kane the middle finger. 
I'm all supportive of giving Evander Kane the middle finger. That's hilarious. He took the Dustin Blufflin route. Dustin Blufflin, of course, was on Evander Kane's team when he flicked him off. That was after a game. I don't remember what the situation was. But listen, Evander Kane's not a likable guy. He's not a likable guy. He's got a lot of skill and a lot of talent. But because of the whole situation with how he handled his marriage, how he handled being a father, how he handled his financials. I guess it sent people the wrong way, especially, you know, if he's facing rumors that he was gambling on the games that he was playing in. That's never good. And of course that was all brought up by his wife and his wife actually donated to the fine that Ryan Hartman is getting on him. Now, Ryan Hartman has been also getting donations from other people. He's turning all that money and giving it to like a Minnesota children's hospital. So you just love to see that Ryan Hartman's going to pay his fine take all the money he's getting otherwise and just give it to a children's hospital. That is some, that is some great stuff out of him. Love that. Just a fun story, you know, and hopefully these two teams meet in the playoffs, but we'll be back on Sunday to talk more about that. Just had to update you guys on what's going on. Had to give you guys a little, just a little bit of a teaser. I know no Tom here, but he'll be back on Sunday. That episode will be up Monday morning for you guys. All right. Love you guys. Everybody have a good Easter weekend. Remember it's the remember the reason for the season, if you will. Remember the reason for the season. Let me get out of here. All right. Uh tell your dog. Tell my baby I'm back in town. Tell everybody I'm back in town. Tell my baby I'm back in town. We only making the high. I wish you let my dick